Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. I'm Denise Salcedo. Today we're celebrating our 14th anniversary of the show and our first ever all-female Busted Open. And speaking of which, we're going to cover the women in wrestling who inspire us. Thunder and I will give you our Wrestler of the Week and the creator of Busted Open, Dave LaGreca, joins us on this anniversary show with a very special announcement. That's all coming up next on the Busted Open Podcast. Thunder. So we were kind of just talking about, you know, women that have really been game changers in the sport of wrestling. And I can't wait to kind of dive into this and find out who are some of the names that you think have either past, present, um, that have, you know, just really made such a huge influence in the sport of wrestling. But also we want to make sure we hear from the nation. Who are some of the names? Who are some of the women that you're like, we need to talk about this person and what they have done in pro wrestling? Feel free to give us a call 877-344-4893. Thunder and I want to hear from you here today. But Thunder, I guess I'll go ahead and uh, get you right going into this. So when you think of women that have really just been trailblazers in this sport, for you, who are some of the first names or the first names that pop up in your mind? Let me take my glasses off for this one. Um Ooh. So there is, there is a long, long, long line of women that have, you know, paved the way, the, the way, the way for the women of wrestling uh, on today's society. There is a couple of them that have been so controversial that they are no longer being thought as you know, they were, they did some stuff that they were not supposed to. And, you know, and a lot of people got hurt on this. So one of them that I know a lot of people don't talk about or don't want to talk about is the Fabulous Mula. Like she created like her and her husband, they, they had their girls and then they toured with the girls. You know, there's a lot of controversy around them, but she was a, one of the few, her and um, Mildred Burke were one of the few that their partners and them trained the girls they had the girls going to places and you know both of them held the nwa women's championship and both of them had a way to do business with these females and some of them like i said um 
they were not uh, the the things that they did were not the best uh, per se. And you, there's books about it. I I read Mildred Burke. She, they were very open about her personal life and the stuff that they were doing. You know, uh, kind of like an all access before all access. All the dirt was in those books. So um, yeah, I think those are the two women that everybody should know who they are because you have to know the history of these two women in order for us not to repeat it in the future. Because I think is when we try to erase history, good or bad, um, we have to learn from that and we have to make sure we don't repeat some of those mistakes that, that were made uh, in, in, in the arbitrariness that happened to some of these women and men, right? That were trying to make it in the business. So I think uh, them two are like the pillars of, you know, women, like how everything started here in, in America. Uh, another person that comes to my mind, and she's a really good friend of mine, uh, it's Medusa. If you're ta talking about Trailblazer, she's one of those people that uh, came into wrestling uh, with with the only thing was to like get all that anger out and, and do the best and, and be uh, an athlete because she was not able to do that when she was uh, younger because of all her circumstances. If you haven't read her book, make sure you read her book. Um, and, um, she transcended from professional wrestling in America. She became a huge star in Japan because she was unafraid of jumping into different sports and that maybe not knowing what was, what was in, in, in the middle was going to take, but she still did it anyways. And then from there, she jumped into, you know, um, the, uh, the trucks, the trucking thing. And it was like, that is, it, it's insane how she's been able to like, jump from one from one sport to another where there was no women uh, really uh, being pushed. And I think like some of the things that she went through and that some of the things and actions that she did really define what like real heat, what we'll call real heat nowadays to the point in where it took them forever to put her in the hall of fame. And um, you know, people, people hold grudges here. <laughs> and and, but she was, but again, she was able to be successful on each thing that she, you know, put her, her mind and, and, and her body into. So I, I feel like, uh, she, she did, and she's very outspoken and the, and the way that she's always, uh, spreading the gospel about a lot of things that are, are important for professional wrestlers, entrepreneurs, and just in general, um, such as, you know, trademarking your name, owning your brand, um, it just being advocate for yourself and um, just having respect for the business and for yourself. Um, and uh, I, I really, I will, I will have to say that those are the three ones that come to my mind. There's, there's so many I have like from the Lucha Libre um, aspect to a couple more. Uh, I know if I don't mention, if I don't mention in the contemporary times, Trish Stratus, Trish Stratus is another, She's probably considered one of the best women wrestlers. She said it on her promo last week that she's the best thing that has ever happened to professional wrestling. Um, uh, I mean, uh, I think that that generation is is the one that helped the generation from the 2000s up to now to to be able to do what they do. Her and Lita. Uh, another person is Jazz. Um, I mean, there's a lot that she did. Uh, jumping from ECW, wrestling with men, showing that women can wrestle at a time in where they were not allowed to wrestle. She helped uh, groom a lot of the, the the stars that are in or that, that were in WWF, WWE. And I don't feel like she uh, she gets the the recognition from doing that as much. 
And I mean, I have a, and I have a long, long list, but this, this are the ones that I can think, but I have the international, I'm going to let you talk and then I can bring so, up so, so you know, it, the names that you mentioned kind of got me like, kind of got like the wheel spinning in my mind because I started thinking, cause you mentioned kind of, you know, touching on the history, good or bad. It's part of, you know, women's history, uh, in wrestling, right. The women's wrestling history. And so I feel like, yes, I completely agree. You have to like acknowledge that because it continues to show the journey and the path and what hurdles women had to get through to even get to, you know, be on TV, to wrestle, to do this, to do that. And so do you ever stop and wonder like man how different would have my career turned out if I would have came in in like a different period of time of pro wrestling there would have been no career <laughs> let's be honest like yeah I would have come out in the 60s right when there was everything was very monopolized on top of that given the fact that I am not from America, I don't think it would have gone as good as it went this time. There were so many other women, like I said, that suffered so many, so many abuses, so many um, arbitrarities that um, because of them and because them speaking up, they were able to, for us, like they're, they're starting opening more doors. And I think now there's been more uh, push for diversity in all in all aspects of professional wrestling. So that's why you see a lot more people of with melatonin in their skin. And, uh, so <laughs> it, for in that aspect, yes, like I was, I was so blessed to come at a time and we're still kind of, we were on the break. Like there was not a lot of women wrestlers in California at the time. Everybody was more in the West coast, uh, and not the West coast on the East coast. So you have to like really get, get yourself out there to make sure that you wrestle with the best. But, uh, little by little, I just feel in the last, in the last 10 years, there's been a boom on uh, women that want to become professional wrestlers. Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at Fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. 
to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hey everyone, it's Howard Bender from the Andy Up Podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. So many people that are so good, but I have to pick one. I have to pick one. It's like when you go and buy a pair of shoes and you really like the same model, but it's like three different colors, but you have to pick one because you don't have enough money. Yeah, it's like that. But it makes it better though, because it gives you options. Well, yeah, it, it does. So this week, I picked a wrestler who i known for a couple years. Uh, he did his return to AEW, and it was the opening match against Orange Cassidy, which you guys know Orange Cassidy is one of my favorite wrestlers ever and probably one of the best champions in our company. Fight me if you think I'm wrong. Fight me. Every week he does Really good matches, but he's not Orange Cassidy, who I'm talking about this time. I'm talking about Bandido. Bandido. Bandido, if you haven't seen him, or if you didn't see him in the indies, or if you didn't see him in um, uh, PWG, I don't know what world you've been living in. This guy is ridiculous. Like, he's fluid. He. Let's talk about luchadors. And wrestlers, luchadors have a different style of wrestling and also different psychology of wrestling. There's very fast paced. The the uh, the way that they wrestle, there's like not only fast paced, but there's a lot of we'll call it quote unquote spots in, in, involved in the match. And in uh, the way that they they do and they structure the matches is different. This time, Bandito comes and has a match with Orange Cassidy. The first thing I see is. They have the beginning as fast paced. They both work with each other's gimmick. And it was, I was surprised how good Bandito is to adapt to the American style. That's one of the things that I really enjoy and praise from a wrestler that is not from here. That was, you know, it is from, um, from Mexico and that has worked Lucha most of his entire life. But the way that they work the match that he pasted, he, you can't see his face, but he's so expressive with his body that you can't understand what he's going through or what he's putting the person, you know, into. So um, I really enjoy the match. I, I think um, he really highlighted some of the things that he does really well. I don't think he overdid it uh, again because uh, he could have done a bunch of like, you know, high flying, high impact. It was perfect. I, I think the way that they put the match together, the way that they flew, you know, the flow together, it was, I was, I was very, very satisfied with what I saw in this match. It was definitely a good one. And Thunder, I have to tell you, uh, my wrestler of the week is also 
bandito and i'm trying oh, to i was mask. i was trying to get the mask and i was trying to do it at the same time but uh bandito is definitely uh also uh my wrestler of the week and i you broke down the match you know perfectly in the sense of why it worked for you and one of the things i wanted to add was you know uh, for the match portion of it part of you know you mentioned him not going and doing like you know the super super fast pace kind of do, trying something a little different I think what I also really liked from it was him kind of just showing his power like there was one point where he did like a, a you know vertical suplex off the top rope then at one point he lifts up Orange Cassidy with one arm and so seeing things like that that were really cool um I enjoyed all of that and I thought he had some pretty good chemistry with Orange Cassidy now on top of that, so not only did he come back, he had a good match, got the crowd really good, was the opener of AEW Dynamite, but also afterwards, he won over the crowd in a different way. Um, there was this backstage segment where uh, uh, Renee Paquette had just finished interviewing Adam Cole. And then right afterwards, you know, she has this little interaction with Orange Cassidy and Orange Cassidy is just like, Oh, he just says, oh, and then he moves on, right? And Bandito follows right behind him and he's wearing the sunglasses that Orange Cassidy had put on him. And he just looks and he goes on the mic and he just says, oh, and it's one of those things that it was one word. It was one word. And it was those, you had to be there. You had to see this because um, it was just naturally funny. It was so funny and it was so simple. And he got himself extra over with just one word, and just mimicking Orange Cassidy, and it completely worked. So not only did you have the good match, but then you also had this comedy portion afterwards. So he kind of got over in two different ways, in-ring and also personality-wise. And and even then, like, before they started wrestling, you know, because Cassidy put his hands on his pocket, he was like, you know, use his hands and put the little pistolitas, right? The little guns. So, I mean, there's those, those are the little things that he does. And I know he does a lot more, but people haven't seen it much. And, um, he's very, very talented. Like, um, he was actually, um, the breakout star of the year in 2016. Like when I was reading all the notes, when I was doing commentary, there's, there's a lot he's, he has accomplished. Like he's, he's huge in Japan. He's huge in Mexico. Um, and I know that um, the more that you guys see it, the more that you're going to like him. And I think that's one of the things I will say for a lot of the Hispanic wrestlers or, or uh, luchadors that come to America. The hardest part is to get over with some of the, the the public here because we don't or some don't speak English very well. They can do everything extremely well in the ring, but that's like the missing part of uh, being a Hispanic wrestler is communicating with with the fans and like actually being able to to cut promos. So if you think we're uh, it, it it is because that's like that's the the main um, constraint we have and the main criticism that we get is because oh, they can't cut promos, you know. And it's like, well, let me tell you, brother, when you have to learn <laughs> when you have to learn how to speak English, where you are 25, 27, it is kind of hard and I'm going to have an accent, you know? So, um, but I think uh, if if you invest the time properly and the resources properly, I mean, Rush is learning how to speak English. He forces himself how to speak English, which is beautiful to see. Uh, the Lucha brothers are doing the same. You know, they're trying their hardest. And, and these people are excellent in the ring. And they have given you some of the best matches you ever seen in our age and you've seen in um you know in 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 dynamite with with the tag division and stuff so uh 
Yeah, I'm, I'm all for Vendido and his hair look amazing. And I asked him what kind of conditioner he uses because I was jealous. Yeah, his hair always looks amazing. I'm like, dang, you know, it looks like a very stylish guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is one of those things where, you know, it's exciting to see. And I think one of the things I do want to bring up to Thunder is that we're starting to see more, uh, you know, luchadors get picked up uh, in AEW. Also, we're starting to see, you know, we just saw Dragon Lee get brought it brought into WWE. Uh, how does it make you feel to, you know, get to see more of, you know, more, more, more luchadors being brought into these American promotions? Denise, you're asking the wrong questions. <laughs> what is it the wrong? Okay, what's the right question? No, I think no, what's that's the a, right that's question. A, that's a really good question. The question is, how are they going to be used on yes. each uh, roster? How are they going to not only be used in the ring, but outside of the ring? Uh, for so many years, they have had, in different companies, they have had excellent talent. Excellent that they have showed at night after night that they are probably some of the best wrestlers in the world. But the storylines that they're being put does not really um, highlight the person or they don't highlight what they can do or they can bring to the table. So my hope is that with all the signings, there's an actual storyline that can be created and that's what i said and that's what is very important that i that i stress this some of these guys don't speak english so it is very difficult for them to cut promos if they can cut promos like what they do with asuka or when they, what, what they have done with eon where they are able to like utilize their your native language and people are like holy shit is she is she mad at me is she that's that's good storytelling but it's very far from few when that happens, right? So I'm I'm hoping that um, uh, they are being utilized to the best of their ability and in, 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 in for them to become superstars. Like one of the main reasons, not only because he's the greatest of the greatest, um, Mister, Ray Mysterio, he's a native English speaker. That's why he's even able to like connect with absolutely everyone because they can understand him, right? But for for some of us, it's, it's, it's difficult when you don't, your English is, I don't want to say broken, but it's broken, you know, because you're still learning to like get across with, with uh, in a live promo or, 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 or a recorded promo. So um, that's a reality of things. So I really, I'm super happy. I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm extremely happy that there's more representation because this is all about representation, but you know, it's, not only the representation, but also giving them for those who deserve it and those who have the talent to, to give them an, an opportunity to be on top. And I completely agree with that too, because like I mentioned, like we're, uh, or rather I want to mention that, you know, we've gotten to see Vikingo a lot more. We've gotten to see uh, obviously the return now of Bandito, Commander, uh, Rue. So they're like, obviously the talent has always, you know, you know, the talent's always been there, but it's always, this has been a huge topic though, is, you know, it, it, we we see a lot of the the uh, luchadors always get put in the exact same spot and then to the point where you know they get forgotten about you know if you go into the wwe side of things you think about like for example you have umberto and angel garza that are there have you seen them do anything with them no and that's the thing that does get very frustrating i love so, i love your reaction no <laughs> <laughs> no 
but it's true though and I mean this could be like a whole entire podcast within itself but it is true and I do think that we need to continue to raise awareness about that but I am happy that obviously we're starting to see steps be made in the right direction where we're at least being seen like we're at least seeing these guys get put into like feature matchups you know opening up dynamite main eventing this show main eventing that show you know all of these you know I guess you can say baby steps I don't know Hey everyone, Jenti Ashanti here, host of Sticks and Stacks, the podcast that brings you the very best action from the world of hockey and baseball. Each week, myself, Sean Drotar, and Nate Lundy will bring you our best picks and talk you through the props, bets, and fantasy advice that can help you become the best fantasy manager in your league or even just help you win some money. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. I'm Denise Salcedo. Joined with me is La Meta Meta Thunder Rosa. And of course, we have the man who started it all, Dave LaGreca. Um, so Dave, I heard you have a uh, special announcement to make. Yeah, I have a huge announcement here because today we celebrate our 14th anniversary. Next year, Denise and Thunder, we're going to be celebrating 15 years of Busted Open. It's a big one. And I was just talking about our 10-year anniversary party being in New York City at Habanera Blues. Next year, we're going to have our 15-year anniversary slash WrestleMania party at the ECW Arena the weekend of WrestleMania in Philadelphia. So we are going to pack the house in Philly next year to celebrate 15 years of Busted Open. And remember, this is free, right, David? Usually it's free, just like the Whiskey O'Go-Go? We always, we never charge uh, the Busted Open Nation. We always let them in for free. This is like a quinceañera. You know, it's free. You just come and show up and we will entertain you. How about that? Quinceaños, 15 years in a big arena, a historical ECW arena. Isn't that great? I can't wait. I can't wait. And while I'm at it. You notice I have a new Busted Open t-shirt. Go to podswag.com slash Busted Open for all the new merchandise that just dropped. We have a new logo. So if you have the old shirts, that's vintage now, which is awesome. But now you want the new (laughs) stuff. So go to podswag.com slash Busted Open. That is so cool, by the way. When did the whole idea come about to do it? I'm curious to hear how the planning came about for this. Now, I got to give all the credit to big boss man, Eddie Bersilli. Uh, We were delayed at the airport, flying back from L.A., and we were talking about it. And he he was, you know, I think it was Bully, our very own Bully Ray, is the one who had the idea. And I passed it over to Eddie, and Eddie got it done. He got it all done in a day, right there, being delayed at the airport. So props to big boss man, Eddie Bersilli, for getting it done. We need some like wild ideas or we need some like, you know, we need, you know, you had a roast already, but I don't know. I mean, I know there was karaoke the last time. Like we need some wild ideas to, for, for the 15th anniversary. I feel like the nation should like send us like some of their best ideas. Well, since it's in the ECW arena and we have two ECW alumni and Tommy Dreamer and Bully Ray, you know, who knows? Bully Ray's already Hall of Famer, maybe Tommy. That weekend might be celebrating a Hall of Fame induction. Who knows? But maybe we could do some kind of hardcore theme, Denise, in the ECW. Denise, maybe you could put me through a table. No, you and I have a death match. 
you and I, I'm down. I get, I'll get them live tubes, them pizza cutters. I'll be ready to go, Dave. You are crazy. I knew you were nuts, Denise, and now that is confirmed. A, a, a death like match between Denise and myself, Thunder. Or, you know, Denise, you could tag team with Thunder and I'll get a partner and we could have a tag team death match in the ECW arena. Who knows what could happen next year? We got a year to no, plan we, it out. We, so. we don't need no ring. We do a dead match with no ring. How about that? A real one. Wow. False count anywhere match in the ECW arena. Okay. I'm down. Yeah. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Dave, what's your weapon of choice? <laughs> At that point by next year, Kane, probably <laughs> by that time next year. <laughs> I don't volunteer to get smacked by a cane at any point in time. <laughs> but you already have all you have the pizza cutter ready to go the kendo stick ready to go. Thunder, you trained Denise well. Denise did a, does a hell of a job for Mission Pro Wrestling, so she's seen everything. So you've you've yeah. delivered for Denise, Thunder. Well, no, you. she's been all over in LA. She does a lot of GCW shows, so she's seen yeah. all kinds of matches. So her wild, crazy little mind of hers, you know, it's not it's not me. It's her. She's crazy. I know. No, so I'm going to have Thunder Rosa like teach me some stuff, Dave. That way, when we do this tag team match, it'll get crazy. Maybe get ourselves, get a five star rating on our death match. I don't know. That ain't going to happen. But we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we we'll, can hope for it. But, 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 Denise, to celebrate 15 <laughs> years, we're going to have, I'm sure, a record breaking crowd uh, next year for our 15 year slash WrestleMania party out in Philadelphia, so I can't wait to party with the nation next year. Planning it already. This is like Rock and Cena. We're planning it a year out. I love right. it. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Foundation Channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.